0: Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday, the end of the second week. No, I'm not at the beach, but uh, hey, I thought I'd try something a little bit different, maybe catch your attention. Uh, it is Friday. Uh, I'm at home. I've got some things to do today, helping my dad uh, at his house get some things accomplished this morning. And I'll be back at work this afternoon. So, but uh, with that, let's don't forget that uh, before we talk today, there's only one thing that any of us can control within our portfolios, and that's how much risk you have. And if you don't know what that is, the closer you get to retirement, the more problematic that can be. That's why we developed our core retirement design. Design so we can help you design your retirement that you got that'll be the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Hey, with that, we've got Dave coming up next.
1: Late at, Look, It's uh, morning, Dave, here. We're at 841. That's 19 before 9. There we go. Now I've got my headphones working as well. It's time to check in on your money and find out what's going on on Wall Street. Philip Statler and I have been off the, uh, off the air on the phone trying to figure out what the Sam Hill is going on because this doesn't even look like the U.S. of A. all of a sudden. Philip, good morning. How are you today?
0: Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today. Coming to you from the house. Got a few errands Helped help my dad this morning, uh, so uh, be back working this afternoon. But, uh, you know, it is. Uh, we did not get good numbers, and, uh, you know, yesterday was, uh, well, just, you know, it kind of went south towards the end, too.
1: Well, yeah, I kind of got poopy yesterday at the end of it all. To set the table before we really give you the Armageddon-ish numbers on the retail trade, uh, down was, okay, down half a percent, uh, 176 points yesterday. The Standard & Poor's down about a percent and a half, down 67. And NASDAQ had just a monster sell-off, down 382 points, down a full 2.5%. And, and then I looked at the futures overnight, and I can't help but suspect Somebody got advanced word as to how bad the retail sales figures were going to be for December, because about 6 a.m. this morning, the Dow futures fell another another 300 points all at once. And that had to have something to do with the fact that our retail sales figures that uh, the Fed spit up officially at 8.30 this morning, month-over-month retail sales in December, they were expected to be off by one-tenth of a percent, they were off by 1.9%. How do you spell a 19-to-1 miss?
0: Yeah, that was um, not good news. I mean, I think everybody expected better. Um, Coming off of, you know, November being up three-tenths, and you would expect, you know, December with the holiday season and Christmas and and those type of things, you would expect it to be up and uh, to have been down 1.9%. Um, from November, that's, that's just an incredible miss. And, and obviously, the futures are showing that this morning.
1: No, oh, yeah. It gets even worse once you pull automobiles and gas out of there. We did have a little price decrease on gas for a little while during December. Maybe that did it. Uh-uh. Pull autos and gas out of the thing. And the month over month was down 2.5%, which is, I mean, I, I hate using the word Armageddon-ish, but those are the kind of declines that, uh, you know, keep people awake at night.
0: Yeah, my, my number, I, I don't know that I have that exact comparison, but uh, the retail sales, excluding just auto, was supposed to be up three-tenths of a percent. And uh, based on your number there, I, I don't think we're anywhere close to that.
1: Yeah, excluding just autos, it was down 2.3%, which you, know, you start looking at numbers this size just, holy crud, what happened to us during December, you wonder?
0: Uh, yeah, you, you really do. You, you, I, mean, I mean, I guess you could take part of it and say, OK, people, because of supply chain issues, shopped earlier in October, November to make sure they got stuff. Um, but still, that's, that's a huge miss, um, especially given that the economists thought that, uh, you know, it should have been much better than that.
1: Yeah, with all the pictures we were getting, okay, I'll grant you we did have the Omicron scare during December that kind of put a pall on some people, but by and large, all the news ticker items that you and I were reading was that folks were shrugging it off probably more than they should have. Looks to me like uh, some folks, at the very least enough to give us a kind of really crummy figure, did a little bit more than shrug it off during December, didn't they?
0: Yeah, it sure looks that way, Dave. It's... uh... You know, we'll have to see how the day shapes up, but it is definitely not going to be a good start.
1: It does sound like it at that. And yesterday was, like I said, kind of a crummy day to begin with as well. We start earnings season today and the big financials come out. And I was just looking at the top line figures as they came across my news ticker. And the reports weren't bad, but they aren't getting any uh, kiss on the lips from the markets early this morning. What's going on with the big financials anyway?
0: So, you know, here's the deal. We've got, uh, you know, it seems like they've all done okay. I mean, let's start with Citigroup because I don't have the exact details on it other than it, uh, it beat um, uh, by, by, uh, by, you know, about six or seven cents a share, which was good for them. But their, their shares are trading down over 3%. Um, and that seems to be the news across the board. And uh, we look at JP Morgan. Uh, they beat by 32 cents a share, came in like $3.33. Revenue was better than expected. Um, strong performance in their investments. Y- you know, results in the trading operations, though, did slow down. Um, and so they're, they're trading down this morning like 4.3%. I mean, that's a pretty substantial decline.
1: Yeah, that, um, that, that, that's the kind of thing you expect if there was a big miss instead of a 35, 40 cent a share beat.
0: Exactly. Same thing. You look at Wells Fargo. Um, You know, they did start off today a little better than expected, up about 2%, but they've fallen off now. Um, They beat by 12 cents a share, came in at a buck and a quarter. Um, You know, profits are up. Loan demand has been improving, uh, but they've gone red now, too, down about three-tenths of a percent. And then the last one I really have for us today is BlackRock, not a bank, but uh, but still a big money manager, big guy in the asset management firm. Um, yeah. They beat as well by, oh, about 25 cents a share. Uh, revenue was slightly below forecast, though. So. Um, but still, you would expect them to be moving in the right direction. And they're not, they're down 3.2% this morning.
1: Wow, you know, out of the four that we're talking about here, BlackRock's probably the one that surprises me the most. I mean, you know, Chase, Wells Fargo, and Citigroup, uh, not, they're full-service banks, but they tend toward being super consumer banks in terms of the business that they do, especially Citigroup with their big credit card operation. So, okay, fine, a retail sales dump would, you know, probably affect them. But, I mean, BlackRock, they're, they're basically a money manager for the heavies, and I wouldn't expect them to be hit by a monthly retail bump.
0: No, I wouldn't either. I mean, I, I don't know what, um, what everybody's looking at. I mean, given that you know, we did have a beat and there was really, yeah, their revenue was off a little bit, but you know, their, their asset center management increased, they made a profit. Um, I just don't see a flying ointment and there's nothing in my report that indicates there's anything um, under, you know, under the, The earnings report that would be giving them this downward movement, other than just the market is heading down because of that retail sales numbers.
1: That's got to be a piece of it. Maybe the thing affecting the financials is uh, the candidate to be the new vice chairman of the Federal Reserve, Lael Brainard, uh, yesterday was talking in Congress and Uh, I'll tell you, for a Democrat, she sounded like a neocon, uh, because, I mean, she was saying, we've got some heavy-duty tools at our arsenal, and by gosh, we're going to use them. You can expect interest rate increases next year. And uh, it was just kind of the opposite of what the short-term investors in the stock market wanted to hear, because she sounded like about ten times the hawk that Paulson has been. But that's about the only thing news-wise that I can think of that would be pushing the financials down this morning as well, especially in the face of earnings beats.
0: Yeah, that's uh, and that could be, you know, the rhetoric that's coming out of there. Um, And you got to wonder what Biden thinks now, too, because uh, that's kind of the, uh, the polar opposite of what they're looking for.
1: No, absolutely, I mean, yeah, the, uh, all through the all through this year he's been talking about how, you know hey, the economy's doing great look at the stock market, as partisans have been saying the stock market's climbing, and they sounded an awful lot like trump backers saying exactly the same thing two years ago, and the stock market's been doing very well, but wow. Uh, this is not going to – if the interest rate bumps from the Federal Reserve, especially the amount that the incoming vice chair is telegraphing, could be more than they've been talking about, we could be in for kind of a rough row as far as uh, virtually all classes of stock on the market, not to mention just the interest-sensitive NASDAQ
0: ones. And that's true. And I'll tell you what's coming out – the other thing is coming out today, that uh, they're not direct earnings reports, but just downgrades – I mean, it, there's a slew of them and, and companies coming out and giving guidance, you know, some warnings like Sherman Williams, um, you know, they're giving some warnings. Walt Disney's been uh, downgraded. Uh, Boston Beer has come out and, uh, and cut their earnings outlook. You got BJ's um, wholesale get, getting downgraded. Um, so you're getting um, a lot of things happening, and and we're and they're not to the good side. They're to the downside. And so I think that on top of the retail sales numbers um, are what's really kind of pushing the markets down this morning.
1: So investors are basically waking up on the wrong side of the bed and then falling out of it this morning. Uh, resetting the table, it was an off day yesterday on Wall Street and uh, really off on the tech side of the fence with the NASDAQ exchange down by 2.5%. 45 minutes before we open, how much red ink are we bathing in this morning, Philip?
0: Quite a bit, Dave. Quite a bit, I'm unfortunately. Um, the Dow is down almost nine-tenths of a percent, over $300. The S&P 500 is down a little over nine-tenths of a percent, about $43. NASDAQ 100, man, has gone over uh, 1% down. Uh, that's $158. And let's just add on the Russell 2000 this morning, down 1.6% or $35. Nothing looks good on the index side of things. Uh, the S&P 500 VIX is heading up 5.5% this morning, Dave. That's a pretty <laughs> big increase in volatility. One
1: of those periods of time where the only people that are making money are ones that own VIX futures.
0: Exactly. Hey, on the commodity side, it's uh, kind of a mixed bag. We still have silver just barely over $23 an ounce, still down about a half a percent or six-tenths of a percent. Gold's trading up just a little bit, about two-tenths of a percent, to $1,824 an ounce. And then crude oil is up from yesterday's close, um, almost two-tenths of a percent. I think it's a little lower than what it was yesterday when you and I spoke, but it's at $82.28 a barrel right now.
1: I can't remember. I think it's the same zip code as it was yesterday, but still not where we want to see it. Overseas markets, Asian rim markets were evenly down across the uh, overnight hours, not uh, drastically, but still down. European markets halfway through their day are looking across the pond at our markets and saying, what are those people smoking? Because we've got losses between uh, 48, uh, 48 hundredths of a percent in England all the way down to a percent and a quarter in Germany right now. Everybody's in red ink worldwide, in other words. Philip, I've got to watch out for my retirement fund, especially when my equities are going down. Where's the risk in my portfolio? I need help finding it. How do I find you to get it?
0: Absolutely, Dave. That's why we created our core retirement design to help people design the retirement they always dreamed of. And that starts with looking at how much risk you have in your portfolio and making sure that it really truly lines up with how much risk you can stomach. That's the number one thing. And that's vitally important if you are five to 10 years out from retirement, especially if you're already retired. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Catch our radio show this weekend, uh, 6 a.m., and I think you said uh, uh, 11.30 this week, or or was it 10.30?
1: Nope, 11.30 this week, just a half an hour early on News Talk.
0: All right, so we'll be on at 6 and 11.30, and then 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 7.30 and 95.3 FM.
1: And back again here on Monday morning together one more time before I get out of Dodge for a few days. Philip, you have a great weekend. I appreciate it. Let's cross our fingers for a reversal in fortunes as the day progresses today. Fair enough?
0: Fair enough, man. Y'all have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on
1: Monday. Got you covered. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler.
0: Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us. I hope that as you uh, finish up this second week of January that you're doing well. Have a great weekend. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. I'm sorry, on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend. Bye now.